bowels of One Half Radio Plaza at Life Media Studios. Hello, folks. Welcome back to Real Country Radio. We don't play nothing but real country music. Coming up now, we're going to start off the set with... In the morning. Everybody's doing it. Pull you up a chair and listen to this. Good evening, everyone. Monday, January 8th, 2018. Another solo cast. Just me here in the Creekside Studios, powered by Dirty Hooker Diesel. A balmy 35 degrees outside. We're done with the single digits and less. For the time being, headed our way to the 40s this week. Too late for the goings-on in Lexington, Kentucky, Gordyville, Illinois, Lebanon, Missouri, NATPA back in action this past weekend. We'll cover most of that when we get to the Wednesday show. Get Drew's insights on Gordyville firsthand. Reactions also coming in now from the rest of the PRN boys down in Lexington. Lots to talk about. Last week, I went over some ideas for what we can do to grow the sport of pulling. Some actionable ideas. This week, I don't know that I have anything that's uh, necessarily actionable or specific, but it's more in the vein of identifying the problem that we've got. And it relates to what happened. Well, it doesn't relate to what happened at Gordyville. It relates to the event. It's certainly not an indictment of the event at all or the pullers who pulled there. They all have first-class equipment. Clint Tucker and the boys do a fantastic job with the show. I challenge you to find anybody more efficient at getting through a program than those guys. They turn the hooks quick. Good group down there. So it's not anything to do with them specifically. But what I do want to talk about is class nomenclature. That event has a lot of classes that have a lot of different names to them. Too Hot to Farm, Pro Farm, Hot Farm, Super Farm, Light Pro, Limited Pro, Light Limited Super Stock. To the casual fan that we claim that we're after they see a lot of classes on 24-5 tires with a single charger and they need the whole rule book to really parse down what those classes are I consider myself I guess to be an insider in the sport and even I have to do that to really understand what's going on on track and it really boils down to what we're calling things anymore we've gotten away from using the weights of the class to differentiate what's the product on the track. And I think maybe that needs to come back. It's a consistent and specific metric that anyone can follow. Why is that important? Well, fundamentally, our sport is not designed 
to adhere to a fundamental unchanging metric. What do I mean by that? Let's take a look at drag racing and by no means am I trying to equate what's going on in pulling with what's going on in drag racing, but there is there is a there's a parallel stick with me on this for a minute. Drag racing is by and large either eighth mile or quarter mile. Let's let's ignore the specifics of the thousand foot for nitro classes. Let's let's cut it back to just quarter mile. Something that your average car guy understands. He knows how long it is and he understands uh, quoted times and speeds to cover that quarter mile distance. Without telling you a single thing about the car, if I tell you a guy's got a 10 second car, you got an idea in your head what that is. Could be four length in the back, could be leaf spring, could be small tire, could be large tire. Probably a steel body car still. Um, healthy horsepower, maybe a little shot of nitrous or small turbo. You can, I say 10 second car, you automatically have an image in your mind of what that car is. If I tell you it's a seven second car, you're probably thinking in your mind, well, it's gotta be probably a big tire car, probably a full tube chassis, composite body, power adders for sure, whether it be turbos, blower, nitrous, something. If I tell you it's a three-second car, you know it's nitro. We can't do that in the sport of pulling, can we? You know, in drag racing, you can, you can have the, the five-second, the six-second, ten-second car, and you can, you can chop those down into specific classes and say, okay, this one's a 10.5-leaf a spring car, no power adder. Okay, well, that's a specific thing, and yeah, that car is going to look the same as a lot of other cars going down the track, but it's easy to understand. We don't do those kinds of things. We obfuscate. We talk about a light limited pro. What the, what the hell does that mean? If you say a car is a leaf spring 10.5, no power rider class, okay, I know there's no nitrous, there's no supercharger, there's no turbo, 10.5 rear tire, and it's leaf springs in the back. It's very specific to what the, what the car is. Tractor pulling, we don't do that. But the other thing we don't do, and, and we shouldn't, I'm not advocating a change here. This is the way our sport is. It's fundamental to the program. We change the sled for every class. Your first time out the door rookie has a 260 or a 280-foot tractor. I can't tell you, oh, this guy's got a 180-foot tractor. Oh, probably 18.4 tires, um, maybe maybe a, a 7100 series P-pump. And you can't form that same image in your mind that you can with the drag cars. Or this guy's got a, a, a 280 tractor. Oh, it's probably a pro stock. This guy's got a 310 tractor. Oh, it must be an unlimited. You can't do that in our sport. There's a difference there. I haven't fully fleshed out where you go to change that. It's not an actionable thing that I'm going to present to you, but I just want to identify the problem and break it down into something that's small enough that we can tackle it. For years we have said that there's too many classes. We've said it on this show. There's too many classes. It's too prolific. There's too much going on. And that, that ship has sailed. I'm sorry it's gone. There's going to be this, this fractionalization in classes, which, by the way, good. It actually, you know, anyone who says the pulling is dying, get to an event, man. 
pulling is very healthy. It's just regionalized and fractionalized. And I understand why. I understand why. But if you want to grow the sport, there needs to be a commonality somewhere. And I think we break that down into smaller pieces. It doesn't seem so daunting a task. We're not reinventing tractor pulling. We're looking more at... I got to give a compliment actually to the truck guys. They actually do this very well. The diesel truck guys, it's always by turbo size. So you know exactly. You know exactly what you're getting. Um, even and on the gasser side, pro stock, super stock, modified, super modified, you know, you, you know what's going to be on track and you get it. The tractor guys, we, we don't do that. We obfuscate the bejesus out of stuff. And... I think it's somewhere in time there was probably a, a, a marketing decision made that a name was better than just numbers. But we've lost the identity of what that name means. It has become just noise. And the further you fractionalize things and introduce a, this is a light or a limited or a heavy or a pro or a super, you wind up with, I'm sorry, stupid names like light limited pro stock. What? What was wrong with just calling a 5,500-pound super stock? What would be wrong with calling a class, I don't know, 7,500-pound, 7,500-3-0 pro stock? Just to throw a spec out there. Everyone would know what the hell you're talking about. Wouldn't have to guess. Just an idea. I was throwing it out there. Um... There's things that can be done, I think, to give some specificity when it comes to names of the classes. Like I said, it's not necessarily an actionable idea, but I think if we start breaking down the problems we face as a motorsport into smaller bite-sized pieces that we can tackle, we can get somewhere and uh, start pushing forward. That's all I got for you tonight. Just a quick one. We'll uh, recap the weekend's goings-on with Drew on Wednesday. Large format show, plus whatever else surprises he may have. I haven't had a chance to even talk to him yet. Missed each other on the telephone today. That's it. For tonight, on Sidetracked, powered by Dirty Hooker Diesel, your foremost authority for all things Duramax and Harbor Beach. Visit them online, www.dirtyhookerdiesel.com. If you're interested in one of those aforementioned aptly named vehicles, specifically a PPL Legal 3.6 smooth bore pulling truck, the cheap hooker is for sale. Last I knew he was asking $125,000 for a turnkey truck. On your choice of DOT 35-inch tires or cut tires. Get you some of that. Go out and have fun. Why does he want to sell it? No, because Tony's got another idea up his sleeve. Not only that, if you listen to this podcast, you probably have an opinion of us. We kind of play to maybe a certain character on this program, but we don't act that way out on the track. And if you're looking, we're... We're uh, pretty busy announcers in the summertime. If you're looking to hire either one of us, myself or Andrew Armstead, 
or both together. We don't discriminate. You get a hold of us, either one of us on Facebook, through the Facebook page, Sidetrack Powered by DHD, or call me, 586-405-4471. We want to get you slotted in. Starting to fill our calendar up. We're headed to Fair Convention here in the state of Michigan this coming weekend. Renew some friendships there this winter. And start uh, getting our date book lined up. So as always, yes, please find us. SidetrackedProductionsInc.com. We're going to get a calendar up there. I say I'm going to get the calendar up there. It's on my to-do list. So you can see what's available for either one of us or Aaron Armstead, too. Stay warm, everybody. Talk to you soon.